0: As you may have noticed on the schedule, we're um, keeping a period of the afternoon more flexible in timing. So there'll be kind of familiar ingredients of sitting and walking, moving, uh, sometimes small groups. Um, but we wanted to to be able to be responsive to uh, the energies of the group and what's arising. And so hopefully there's a sense of a kind of seamless period during which we're changing postures and uh, seeing what it's like to bring mindful awareness to what's arising in those different postures. Uh, And as we do that, you know, we will encounter, um, as Kirsten said earlier, the kind of waves of experience um, that in some ways probably reflect um, the energies of what we've been with in our daily lives before coming on retreat. It's, It's, you know, no surprise. It's nothing kind of, it's not a mistake that actually we arrive on retreat and we feel these waves of fatigue or restlessness or kind of dissociation or emotional waves. And there's a very uh, helpful list that will be familiar to uh, some of you, where the Buddha really identifies five qualities of mind, five uh, climates of mind that that veil our experience that kind of seem to when we're lost in them seem to kind of obstruct a sense of clarity this list is is often called the five hindrances Uh, and I always find it kind of reassuring that the Buddha could identify these 2,500 years ago. Uh, and here they are this afternoon, you know. Uh, something about the kind of perennial nature of uh, our human experience of body and mind. And so these, these five uh, craving for pleasant, for pleasant experience. Wanting, wanting things, you know. kind of planning. Sometimes it's got this kind of flavor of planning for for a pleasant experience or fantasizing, kind of desiring. The second one, it's opposite, aversion, not wanting. All the many different flavors that that comes in, kind of boredom. Irritation, contractedness, judgment, anger, you know. Comes in many flavors, aversion, doesn't it? Kind of resistance, impatience, frustration, criticism. The third and fourth, Kirsten spoke about earlier, dullness kind of fatigue, the kind of fog (laughs) that comes in, particularly after lunch maybe, Uh, kind of lethargy, low energy and it's opposite restlessness and worry, the kind of antsy, uh, agitated, can't sit still quality in the body or the mind, scatteredness. Sometimes it feels like there's too much energy, too much kind of bouncing around kind of energy. And the fifth is is what often arises when we're kind of a a bit submerged in the other four, and that's doubt, which can take the form of self-doubt. So, oh, I can't do this. This is too difficult, you know. It's beyond me. I should be better at this by now. <laughs> all those kind of thoughts, or or it can be a kind of path doubt where it's like oh, this isn't all it's cracked up to be. You know, should have done the Pilates course this weekend instead. You know, uh, and the kind of withdrawing from the enterprise, if you know what I mean. You know, kind of. And c- we can sense how these perhaps never come on their own. It's always a kind of combination of these different factors, isn't it? You know, so there's kind of pain in the knee and aversion to that. And then kind of restlessness that comes with the aversion. And fantasizing about a cup of tea rather than sitting here. And uh, kind of then just falling asleep. And then thinking I shouldn't have come in the first place, you know. (laughs) And then people talk about multiple hindrance attacks, you know. Uh. And it's very kind of natural that we perceive these initially as obstacles. You know, the, the Pali word for them means a kind of veiling obstruction in a certain way. But part of the extraordinary... Uh, nature of mindful awareness is that when we bring mindfulness to a hindrance or a collection of hindrances that becomes the path so the Buddha taught mindfulness of the hindrances as a way of establishing mindfulness so that rather than just perceiving this as a problem that I've got to get rid of you know they actually become in that moment when i turn towards the boredom or turn towards the restlessness and kind of engage with it in a in a conscious or kind of responsive way rather than just reacting to it that becomes the practice in that moment you know so what seemed like an obstacle becomes theme of the meditation in that moment. So there's a sense of, okay, restlessness. Well, let me feel the restlessness and then sense oh, how can I respond to this that steadies or calms or settles? Or I feel the sleepiness. How can I energize and brighten? You know? S- so we can see that crucial in doing that, crucial in that is recognizing the hindrances. Because they gain a lot of their power to obstruct from being unconscious. I get lost in the storyline of craving, or lost in the storyline of not wanting, the kind of boredom or irritation. Or I get lost in the storyline of doubt, what should I do? You know doubt sometimes has a kind of slightly paralyzing quality of what should I do? I don't know w- what to do <laughs> you know, and that to recognize oh, this is doubt, ah, oh. you know changes the relationship with it, you know, oh, this is boredom or this is impatience or this is wanting, this is just. Restlessness. You know, that, that these hindrances tend to kind of almost point our attention to something else, saying, "Well, the problem is out there. The problem is the painful knee, or the schedule, or the indigestion, or the you know whatever it happens to be." Snoring, you know, retreat, kind of encounter that we can have. You know, it points be outwards, and actually the kind of mindful response is to say oh no can i can i recognize the mental state and then engage with that creatively because that actually changes the nature of the experience you know some of you may know the uh, the acronym rain recognize allow investigate with kindness and non identification or not self I like to add uh, a G on the front, um, so grain, which is the whole meal version, and, and the G standing for grounding. So okay, I can feel restlessness, or I can feel irritation here. Oh, just grounding. Resourcing, that is. yeah, steadying. And then, oh, this is sadness. or this is fear. this is anxiety. The I A for allowing, you know, kind of breathing with rather than bracing against the mental state of the moment, you know, breathing with the sadness or breathing with the irritation or breathing with the desire rather than the tightening, trying to make it go away. Sometimes just recognizing and allowing is enough, you know, we can feel that something lets go when I see it. Oh, this is just, this is just impatience, or oh, this is just judging, you know. This is just sadness, so let the wave wave through. You know, This is contentment, you know, just acknowledge that mental states that pass may be pleasant as well as unpleasant you know the i investigating with kindness so the that that question that kirsten raised earlier how, you know how does boredom feel in the body are my feet bored you know or where where do i feel the irritation or where do i feel the anxiety or really to kind of allow the sensations in the body. What what feeds it? What feeds the rumina- rumination about that issue? You know, And what fasts it? So, feeding it by just kind of buying into the thoughts and kind of agreeing to keep going around in the thought bus again and again, you know, what fasts it might be taking attention to somewhere that's not on board the thought bus. You know, that is, y- you know, soles of the feet, the bird song, the sense of space, you know, the feeling of walking. And the investigation is, is also a kind of about being interested in it. Know? It's hard to be completely stuck in a mental state that we're also interested in you know how does this work how does this mental state work being curious Often it does you know in terms of what fasts it or, or quietens it it is a sense of what balances it so like the the sleepiness is balanced by lifting the hands or the standing up or the eyes open the restlessness is balanced by the grounding you know the aversion and irritation balanced by a sense of kindness you know p- deliberately practicing kindness to myself to others the the wanting mind balanced by practicing a kind of contentment in the present moment The doubt, perhaps, balanced by not needing to know, not needing to resolve, just valuing what's here now, kind of trusting what's here now. So grounding, recognizing, allowing, investigating with kindness. The end, not-self, non-identification, seeing these patterns as the kind of weather that they are with the kind of weather systems moving through the heart, mind, body, not me, not mine, just a mental state. You know, just seeing what it's like to recognize the, the kind of almost non-personal quality of this. If, if these have been around for 2,600 years, kind of moving through hearts and minds, it's no surprise that they move through this one too, you know, <laughs> just like, in a sense, like the weather. And the hindrances are not just a beginner's practice. This is something that is really encountered throughout the path. The Buddha was clear that the final hindrances only drop away with the very final stage of awakening. So we're probably going to have time to get to know them and get to know how they work and get to know what they need in terms of kindness, compassion, sense of humor, you know is this making some sense you know i'm guessing if we did a a poll like earlier we'd probably see the kind of universal nature of these these hindrances and so just an invitation to include them in your practice and uh, to get curious about them, to get curious about them. Because they don't just show up on the cushion. These these are experiences that show up when we give ourselves to anything, to our job, to our relationships, you know, intimate relationships, other kinds of relationships, the hindrances show up, they, they're what often constitute the difficulties and the curriculum in our relationships. You know. So in a very real way, in, in kind of bringing curiosity and kindness to the hindrances, we're really learning a chance to learn something really important that can be very helpful in our wider lives.